I am. Welcome back, folks. I'm Jeremy Granite. This is Unlicensed and Unhinged. We're going to go on to our first episode of Unhinged Mystery. Mysteries Unhinged. Mysteries Unhinged. I think I like <laughs> the sound of that better. You're right. And of, of course, I'm joined by Alex. Alex, welcome back. Hello. How's everybody doing? This is Alex, a.k.a. Scully. Hey, Scully. I guess I'm older, huh? Yeah, today we are. <laughs> All right. That's perfect. I can always get behind that. Fuck, I missed that show, dude. Yep. I remember being I remember being like eight, ten years old, and my parents would watch that shit at night, and that, like... I was half scared, but super into it, you know, I like it. I fucking loved every second I of it. I loved know? it. I loved all that spooky mystery shit. So I think we should probably just start with maybe a little quick background in our individual beliefs, whether it be the spiritual, the unnatural, aliens, things of that nature. And then maybe we'll jump into a couple of things more after that. But go ahead and start with your journeys as as of as of uh, how you got to being a lover of these subjects. Oh, me first. All right. I've always been a spooky bitch ever since I've been a kid, and it has been ingrained in me. It's in my soul. It's in my being and every little fiber that's out there. And it's uh, very interesting because I, I asked my dad one day, because I come from a very diverse background and uh, very bizarre, and we'll get into that one day on unlicensed therapy, but I had asked my dad one day about like how I was when I was a child, because I don't have very many memories and such, and... I asked him, I was like, was I a good kid? Was I a bad kid? You know? And he goes, he goes, Alex, you were so nice and sweet and kind, but you were so fucking morbid. That checks out. I know. Well, obviously it does now as an adult and who I am as a person. But I asked him, I was like, what the fuck do you even mean by that? Like, who, like, why would you describe me that? And he goes, you were so into ghosts and witches, and emergency 911, and death, and... Like <laughs> all the just, cool shit. All the, yeah, all the, I mean, for me, all the cool shit, yeah. you know, and, like, us listening to this, and I go, like, what do you mean? Give me an example. He goes, well, from the time that you could talk, and I, I have zero recollection of this, but from the time I could talk, apparently, any time that we would pass by a graveyard, I'd always ask if we could stop yeah. from the time I could talk, and my dad, being as cool as he is and wanted to be a dad, he obliged and he, nice. he would pull into graveyards and would let me walk around and listen to I mean well I don't know what I was I, I'm assuming listening to the spirit talk to me and stuff and he said I would babble and walk around certain ones and hang on out and then eventually we would just keep going on our way and after that it's always been like really I've always been really connected and I've had so many experiences throughout my life but my very first time well I don't know. Should I get into that? Real yeah, quick? Go, just, the a first time? Yeah, yeah, just a quick one. I got one really good one. So the very first time I was, um, I was touched by a ghost when I was 25 years old. And I like, cause before I could always sense it before, but now I can actually see them now because I saw the whole proceeding of how it happened. And then the ghost touched me and we can divide, dive, dive into that a little bit later. For um, sure. For yeah, sure. But it ever definitely sounds then, interesting. Yeah. Ever since then, I've not only been able to sense it, but I can see them now. So. 10% hoping this turns into one of those tabloids. Like I made love to a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never done that. You're like yet. Right. Yeah. I don't fucking know. My life is crazy. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I just wake up and I don't know what the world's going to bring to me today. So let's get in a little more into like your, your belief structure. And your spirituality or and or religiousness, if you if you tie it in in that way. So, I have two traumatic experiences with with religion growing up. Um, one Catholicism and another growing up in a cult. So I don't believe in organized religion whatsoever. 
Uh, I, but I Cheers do, to that. Yeah, but Cheers I do believe uh, there's something out there in the universe that we do. We are not the higher power here. Like there is a higher power. What that is, if it's the universe, if it's the energy of life, if it's aliens dictating us, I have no idea. I just know that yeah. I'm along for the ride and I say yes to the vibe. And right. Whatever right. the vibe is, I kind of listen to it. Follow the energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go right, right, probably square parallel to you on that one. I mean, we don't we don't differ very much in that regard. When it comes to organized religions, I kind of look at them as just a control mechanism of yes. humanity. You know, it is. But, and they're all just they're all just trying to, um, I would say, explain and maybe co-opt the greater mysteries that no no humans know how to explain. You know what I mean? And if you look at all the major religions, they all kind of have like. A lot of things in common like the do's and don'ts list are pretty much the same across yeah. all of the board yeah so i kind of look at those as like those are the universal truths mm -hmm. and then all of the like the dogma of the individual churches like don't eat this don't wear that don't fuck like this don't fuck like that <laughs> all of those specifics i think are the man-made part correct <clears throat> you know what i mean but the don't kill people yeah and don't hurt people and don't take from people that's all kind of universal just be a good person yeah you know that's all you need to do and i don't know and as that ties me. as that ties into the afterlife, I, you know, I have a suspicion that as long as you just genuinely try to be a decent person, if there is an afterlife, then that's your ticket to it. I had this uh, DMT trip one time, mm. and the, the gist of it was that the human mind is so powerful that in the moment of death, whatever you believe is what you create as your afterlife. So if you believe nothing, then your afterlife would literally be blackness. But if you believe in some sort of like Judeo-Christian version of heaven mm. where all your family is there and all nobody's sick and everybody's healthy, then that theoretically would be what your afterlife was. But I also kind of tie into the belief of maybe reincarnation. Mm -hmm. But uh, totally, totally convinced that there are energies left behind by humans after they die. So I, when you say it like that, I believe that there's three different stages. One, um, either you ha have not completed your cycle or whatever you're supposed to be doing in your life and you come back not sometimes it's reincarnation sometimes it's like you have those you have those memories with you the next time i believe right. reincarnation and some people do not retain them so maybe like subconsciously even yeah <clears throat> and because you hear about those creepy little fucking kids you know like always like talking like mad stuff and yeah like, like their egyptian life from thousand yeah, years ago I, or some I, crazy listen, shit I, yeah. i'm weird but wasn't that weird sort of deal you know and then i also believe that if you've completed your life cycles, you have the opportunity to move on. Right. Whatever the fuck on means, I have no idea. Yeah, like that could be, I don't know. But I also think if you are not accepting of death and you are scared to accept the probability of death and the actuality of death, yeah. I feel like that's how spirits become unrested and they're here. For sure. And yeah. I think people that die in violence maybe have a propensity to get trapped behind just because a lot of the Cause violent look. Because they not accept it. The violent locations I've been in my life where I knew crazy shit, bad shit happened, yeah. you could definitely feel a stink, you know, like mm -hmm. just a lingering energy. And maybe it isn't even the individuals, but just the sum whole of the, the energetic power that's left behind. You know, if you torture a thousand people in a room, <clears throat> that room's going to have a stink to it. Uh, you know? Yes, it will. And it might not even be the individuals, as I was or saying. Or even over a thousand years. Yeah. When I was in uh, Ar Bello, I can't... I Arala Bello, I believe it is, in Italy. In Italy, the, yeah. yeah. right outside of Bari um, on the west side of the coast. It, this town is one of the oldest towns in Italy. And it, they, the little Trulies, those little like little white mid, like uh, elf houses. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, the, the thing has been around for over a thousand years. And that was the scariest fucking place I've ever been in my life. Yeah. Like, that was the scariest place. 
scariest place I've ever been. I did not like it. I've been to a lot of places that I would I would say that I believe are haunted, and I, I, the house I grew up in as a kid was, you know, like a 150-year-old ranch house yeah. from, you know, early settlers of, of California, basically. Yeah, that's multiple generations. And so, you know, that you're, t- you're talking at least 10 generations of people that lived in the house, and maybe not necessarily generations of the same family. I'm sure it changed hands a lot over time. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of sh- crazy shit. That went on there, and I won't get into those stories because we'll save oh, we'll so save those excited. kind of ghost stories for for another time. But uh, the house I lived in in Tennessee, the previous owner had shot himself in the basement, and they didn't disclose that during the purchase, and we didn't know that. But is that legal? Is that legal in Tennessee? Not. I don't think it was it? technically, but we love the house anyway. Yeah. And like it was a I. The, my ex-wife closed on it while I was still deployed. Mm. You know what I mean? Like I, so I didn't have an opinion on it. So I didn't know when when she was looking at it and all of that stuff. And it, whatever it was, the entity or, or the old man, he didn't seem to mind um, Carla and then eventually my daughter at all. But when I came back, I was like the outsider coming in the house. I'm just some oh, fucking yeah. guy in this thing's house. protecting them, taking care of them. And I was feeling some bad, bad vibes here and there, especially down in the basement. And then uh, I noticed fucking bullet, a bullet fucking like divot in the concrete down there. And uh, then we met one of the neighbors and the neighbor's like, yeah, the guy who lived there before shot himself in the fucking head in the basement. We're like... That checks out. So uh, cool. needless to say, I just took a bottle of whiskey, went down there one night because he was a veteran and he did a similar thing to me in the military. And I th- I'm sure that's eventually what, you know, won the battle against him taking his life. So I just went down there with a bottle of whiskey and just had a conversation with him like, hey, you know, this was your home. You raised your family here and I intend to do the same thing. And I'm going to honor and respect the land and I'm going to develop and build things here. And it's going to be a great place. And I don't know, maybe it was a placebo effect, but... All of the weird shit that I was experiencing, like looking up when I was out in the yard, seeing shit in the windows, mm-hmm. all of that went away after I had that conversation with the bottle of whiskey. You, you may have actually <clears throat> helped him move on. I mean, who knows, you know? Because like some ghosts, like they they just need to be acknowledged or they need to be having that conversation like it's okay, they can let go and then their energy dissipates and they go wherever they need to go, whatever Ron is, you know? For sure. So, I mean, I think we're doing a pretty good job of just getting the, the general scope of uh, what we believe in. One thing I'd that like we're to... believers. Yeah, that we are believers in yeah. in crazy shit, weird yeah. shit, the unexplained, and, uh, you know, aliens and things of that nature. Um, one thing I'd just like to add is I am a firm believer in and maybe a casual practitioner of something called chaos magic. I believe our intent has power. Mm-hmm. I believe if we create our own rituals that they gain power over time. And I think that's why these old religions have so much power spiritually is because they get people to practice the same rituals, thousands and thousands of people over hundreds or thousands of years. And that develops a power base that they, that they can then use for whatever purposes, Mm -hmm. depending on who's running the church, you know? So that being said, um, you brought up a very interesting article before we started recording. I'm sure all of our, everybody in the United States, I believe has, heard about this there's no way that you if you have not you're living under a fucking rock come out poke your little head out your little toad and know what happened today at um the congressional ufo hearing that happened oh boy man yes fucking i remember when anybody who believed in ufos when i was a kid growing up even until just a couple years ago you're basically considered a fucking loon and uh today it turns out there's a lot of motherfuckers that were right about everything, yes. dude. Like David, uh, David Grush, a former, U- a former U.S. intelligence official, testified Wednesday today, which is the, what today is, 26th? 26th of at July. At the House Oversight Committee hearing about unidentified aerial phenomena. Boy. Yeah. 
That's crazy when the government starts having hearings about it because now it's like not even deniable. Well, the thing is, I just don't understand why they just don't come out because there's so many people around the world that have seen them, had things happen to them. Mm -hmm. Like just in Vegas, uh, at the end of April, they had, they caught it. Like these people saw these beings in their yard. And yeah, they were scared. I heard about that. It was that. on 911. Yeah. And the cops came on out and then there was like the FBI and. And a bunch of pe hundreds of people saw craft yes, at that time and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, the cops saw it like before that even happened. And the I just cops got the chills, scared. dude. I, know, big, I, got, I got goosebumps too right dude, now. Dude, big shit is getting ready to happen, I think. I, I think if the government is starting, to, I think if the government's starting to talk about it, it means that they know. Something's going to happen. Something so big is going to happen that it would destroy any credibility that they had left if they didn't fucking get out Someone's ahead of coming. it. coming. You know what I mean? Like we're Something's going to happen, dude. I'm I, fucking excited. I I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If the opportunity arises, I will fucking alien. <laughs> Somebody's got to be the first and do it for science. <laughs> and, you know, I'm a firm believer in science. Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, you're just fucking them. You can't breed with them. I mean, you're you don't snipped. know that. What if they're our fucking ancient ancestors? What if we are... You're we're, snipped. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> I'm sure they can fix that with, like, a laser beam. <laughs> especially if especially if I do a good job. She's like, hey. Come back. Give me that seed. Zip, zip. Yeah. The fucking yeah. anti-vasectomy <laughs> anti gun. Oh, my God. If they no. got the power to traverse universes, they might have an anti-vasectomy gun. I'm, I, I am actually very worried about that because they have so much technology and power and understanding of things that we have no capability of knowing. And, you know, you, you don't know what they would do. Hopefully, whoever comes is peaceful, I hope, you know. I mean, it's a wash. I mean, if I want to, like, fight them, like, it's not going to fucking happen. I mean, Let's Independence Day was a banger. glamour, not for <laughs> Independence Day was a banger, though. Mm. I always watch it every year on 4th yeah, of July. Yeah, that was funny. You referenced it, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're like, the best 4th of July movie ever. I was like, what? Independence you're like, Day. Independence Day. I was like, oh, duh. They also have the best speech that happens of all time to that was, yeah, fellow Americans. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that might be the thing that finally it would take for the world to unify and fucking get our heads out of our asses and stop fighting over the little bullshit separations of religion and, and you know... <clears throat> I guess. I mean, you'd hope so. Yeah, I mean, you would hope. I, it just could go either way. And, you know, like, we all hope and pray that if there is a fucking advanced sky gods, basically, because that's, mm -hmm. that's what our ancient ancestors regarded the people from space as, sky oh gods. Oh, my God. I have so... Wait, I cannot wait to get into more episodes about this, because I could talk about this for 40 fucking hours nonstop. Me too, me too. You know? I literally consume a, a bunch of material about this on a regular basis. You mm -hmm. know, it's like one of my favorite subjects to mm -hmm. binge on podcasts and watching documentaries i could do it all the time so this will be a good this will be another good regular one for us to do because each yeah. of us has a dozen or more fucking stories well and also all that like you said the research that we're doing and mm -hmm. the knowledge that i've just been learning within the past few months uh one of my friends has introduced me to a, a lot of like youtube videos and yeah. there's some things that i had no idea about and then also listening to their theories as well too i'm like that is fucking weird and that makes more sense than what I was taught in school. Yeah, or, or fucking Bible study. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, Catholicism school. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm real solid on the camp of like if there are aliens and, and we have a like a historical, you know, repeat repeated fucking exposure to them, that we might actually have been at least genetically created by them. Because the story of the Anunnaki is that like this is the one of the ancient Sumerian yes. religion, right? Yes. And yes. it's the oldest it's the oldest recorded religion and the oldest recorded record of, mm -hmm. of humankind that we have as of now. And their and their religion basically states that these people came from the stars. Yep. And that they they took 
men up in their hands and form them in their image and then put them to work like mining gold. Yep, they were, uh, we were slaves essentially. Yeah. Yep. And then there was factions of the Anunnaki that fraction that fractured or fractured off from the main body of the the main governing body of the the gods and then they gave humans technology and then they beat back the other side of that faction mm -hmm. and then set humanity free. So I mean that gives me that gives me like the oh shits if there are aliens out there cuz what if it's the ones that wanted to enslave us, you know? I don't us, think, you know? I don't think like, that there's just one specific species you know there has to be multiple Ugh, it gives me chills thinking about it when you think about the vastness of space it's ridiculous it's to it, it's stupid as shit to think that we're the only intelligent life that's fucking it. ridiculous and to think that there's only other if not then there's only one other alien race that's also just as equally ridiculous because you have infinite possibilities in the infinite span of the universe you know so there could be just basically dozens. And then you talk about dimensions, and then it gets even weirder mm -hmm. because there's all these parallel dimension theories that mm -hmm. state that even you and I, due to string theory, might have replicants in different dimensions, slightly different variants of ourselves. I hope they're cool as fuck. I know all mine are. I hope so, man. I know like, all mine are. But, I mean, are. you know, I've done a lot of growth this, this lifetime, I feel like, you know, from where I was. as, yeah. And I just hope if there is dimension re replicas of me, they've also done the growth. I'm sure that if theoretically that was the case, a multiverse situation, mm. that you'd have all different. Maybe we're all. You'd, you'd have all, like you'd have all different outcomes laid along that plot line. Ooh. So you'd have the fucking worst. You'd have like a serial killer Alex, just out there fucking like like one. hooking and and murdering Johns or something. You know, <laughs> like something wild. I would be good that <laughs> those motherfuckers too. I mean, Fuck but you, you know that that goes to talk about the duality of humanity because you, anybody is just. A terrible childhood away from being a serial killer, you just or have to make or decision not to be. You know what I mean, or just or just really a bad couple of days. Even now, of all the work I've done and my general benevolence towards people in life, mm -hmm. you know, fucking the society collapses and we're doing Mad Max shit. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do Mad Max shit because that's what it's gonna take to survive, and I gotta be the warlord of sparks. You know, I gotta. Be, I'm gonna be the warlord of sparks. You're a Reno. Don't take over my territory. Okay, but if that's the case, then what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to do one of those old school like medieval marriages, right? Just to, just to, just to c combine the houses, mm. you know what I mean? Whether it's whether we have, you know, just a gang of kids or something, and then we get we, we marry them together. Kids. You're fucking sniffed. Remember? No, I'm just saying. That we, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be able to have kids if it's Mad Max time. I'll, You're I'll like, get, I'm going to the doctor, bitch. Fix me. As the world is burning, I'll be getting my fucking shit re, re put back together <laughs> during Mad Max. Oh man, yeah, yeah. It's but these disclosures, we should get back into it because it's fucking wild. Like one of the things I read in the article was that they are mo the U.S. government is most definitely in possession of these of these aircraft. Yeah, and of non-human biological matter. So there right. was, that means that they found a crash, and there was alien, bodies in and it, and there was bodies of it, of whatever definitively, definitively, and and they are in possession of it, which is crazy. And you know, for a fucking fa either they died because of our atmosphere and what we have in our environments here, or B, they are torturing these poor creatures with testing. Bro, we better hope it's not that one because I, the, I don't because they'll know and even, they're gonna come in. Even a higher life form would be capable of fucking feelings of vengeance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't be just fucking you can't just be torturing things. I, the, my my theory is this. I think that if that's the case and they got the biological matter, I think they would say living beings 
if it was that. My True. guess is that they died in the crash. True. Whatever they are, you know what I mean? They just That's had their point. bodies mm-hmm. and they recovered their bodies. But dude, there's a multitude. And before we get like real deep into the different alien things, I want to actually research before. So it's like present of mine. Mm-hmm. But there was this one crash that happened down in South America. And supposedly like the crash happened. And then a couple days later, people found these like wounded extraterrestrial beings. And then, the, you know, like literally the government swooped in and took them away. But one of the people that was a police officer that handled them, they were trying to take these wounded beings around to the hospital. One of them got like a massive bacteriological infection and died. One of the humans that handled it. Yeah, I believe it. And they said that they stank and like that, you know, their biology would be so different. Yeah. Which is the only the only thing that would probably keep me from fucking an alien is if it really stunk. <laughs> I thought you were super stoked on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I just like smells will really fuck things up for me. You know? Oh, yeah. 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 Just plug your nose. I mean, maybe like maybe it's like when some you, Vicks underneath there. Maybe when you got to go be around bodies and you put a bunch of Vicks under it, I, mm-hmm. I might be able to get. I might be able to get 10 strokes out for mankind. In the back. <laughs> <laughs> 10, you're like, 10's my max. 15, I don't know if I can do that. You give me a fucking, you give me a respirator, I'll probably be able to get the job done. But then you got to get that space herpes. That's another problem you'd have to worry about. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, you got honestly. Your dick would probably fall off. Well, if you think just about like, if you think about during colonial times, like the British Empire spreading across the world and just fucking laying waste to indigenous people with the, yeah. just their diseases. Yeah. I can't imagine that that wouldn't be a concern with I, extraterrestrial I exactly life. What would happen? You know what I mean? Just the sickness that could spread. It'd have to be very responsibly dealt Down with. Down with the sickness. Down with the sickness. Yeah. But, dude, I'm super excited that the government's coming out about it. But like we were saying, it's kind of alarming because it makes you think. What's going to happen? The the government's not known for just being like, hey, let us tell you the truth real quick. That's not really the fucking game they play. And also, too, why are they having a congressional hearing about this? I heard this good theory on the uh, Joe Rogan podcast that one one of the major obstacles is that most of these craft and any of the information that was divulged by the government, let's say back from the 50s, mm. they've turned all that stuff over to private contractors like Boeing and these kind of companies mm. because then it, it, frees that, it frees that information. That's like the highest level of secrecy because the government is technically always accountable to like information, a Freedom of Information Act. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. But if you give this shit to Boeing and the government no longer has those files, no longer has the actual aircraft or something like that, Boeing is not beholden by the Freedom of Information right. Act. So it buries it even deeper. So I think, you know, over the last 30 or 40 years, 50 years even, it's quite possible that a lot of that information has fallen out of the purview of the government and is in all these private companies. And now those private companies, they're holding on to that because it's really valuable. If you imagine like the reverse yeah. engineering processes and things that they're 100%. trying to do. So they're not going to fucking, they're going to make all their employees that deal with in those sectors sign these NDAs. That was another thing that was talked about in that article is the protections. Like the U.S. government has now avoided any of those. Like you cannot be sued now if you violate one of those because the government now wants to know, oh, shit. Yeah. What is out there? What are these companies holding on to? What kind of secret shit are they developing that's outside the purview of the government even? I don't even know. It's getting creepy, dude. The fact that the government is being forthright about it almost makes me more nervous. Yeah, it really does. It, make, it makes me nervous of the fact that they actually scheduled this. This wasn't like an impromptu hearing. This isn't some guy that was a former intelligence officer going on YouTube or a podcast and talking about it. They had a formal hearing today. They had a formal hearing. I know, straight up. 
Like they literally put it on the motherfucking public record. That's that's what that means, you know, literally. Yeah. And and you know, it was probably fuck if I wasn't if I didn't have to work for a living, I probably could have sat around and fucking watched that shit on C SPAN today. I don't know if that was a, a classified confidential one though. No, it wasn't. It was uh it was actually happening and that's why all the reports are coming out. I'm a reader. Yeah. So I read, I have a hard time following uh, videos and stuff like that and especially with like not actors or people that can't keep the cadence up yeah i just get so fucking bored so i i, ca- I catch a cliff notes and everything yeah i've I watched i've watched c-span for just like random congressional hearings mm. and you know all those politicians i mean they do have to for, in, a, in a way have to talk for a living yeah but like public speaking isn't the strong suit of all of them so it does get very dry it gets very boring and the mm-hmm. cadence that they drive is, to me, like, maddening. But that's just yeah. because... I wouldn't be... I'd just be like, I'd tune it out. I wouldn't be able to pay attention. That's just because it's a natural skill set that I have, though. So Because we it's just, shit diamonds and piss excellent, baby. That's what's up. Every morning. Every day. Every, every morning. morning. My asshole bleeds, but the diamonds are worth a lot. Yep. Amen to that. That's just... It's getting fucking weird, though, because of the fact that the government is being open about it now after all this time. Can you imagine, like, if you're one of those people, like, I don't know if you ever heard of Bob Lazar. Yeah. But he, he, he lives he, in Michigan. He famously came out about all of this stuff when he worked at Palo Alto and yeah. fucking Area 51, and they ruined his fucking life. Yes, they did. You know what I mean? They ruined yeah. his fucking life. So if I was him, I'd be, I'd be getting a team of lawyers He's together. Like, fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, time for some fucking come like, up, baby. I told you. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I've been trying assholes. to tell you, motherfuckers. Well, he lives in Michigan, actually. I in didn't mid- know that. Mid- yeah, he lives in mid- Michigan, and he does it. There's, like, some pretty, really awesome documentaries and stuff. And Yeah, I've seen a couple like, of them. Yeah. And, I mean, even when I first heard about it, just the way he was talking about it and the fact that there's not any financial fucking incentive for him to come out with this story, and, in fact... The opposite is true. It fucking ruined his life. Yeah. I always found him to be credible just in hearing him talk. You know, I have a pretty good, I have a pretty good strong detector for bullshit. Yeah. And he just seemed very genuine about everything he was saying. And now it turns out he's probably fucking dead ass on the fucking money, like hundred percent on. I hope he starts just like. I hope he sues somebody, there needs dude. There be some memes about Bob out there. Yeah. Like fuck you. Told you so. You ever you ever seen the one where it's like a black dude and he's like, do I look like a fucking joke to you? Like, do I look like a joke to you? It's just Bob Lazar. Like, what the fuck? Like, I told you people. Yeah. Apparently I wasn't a joke. Yeah. Have you ever seen a UFO or, um, oh, sorry, wasn't playing with my hand over here, but have you ever seen a UFO or experienced anything that is more so than a ghost? A couple times I've seen something, but it wasn't definitive enough to know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What'd you see? Like in, in the mountains of Afghanistan, oh. this one night I saw this fucking like green orb mm-hmm. come across like the valley and then like shoot around the side of a mountain. That's and it was like, I was on MVGs, so light can do weird shit on MVGs anyway, but I, I had been What's in an it, MVG? Uh, night vision goggles. Okay. So, uh, Basically, when you wear MVGs, there's a lot of weird shit that goes on. You can see really well in low to no light situations. Yeah. But because of the nature of them, anything that is light will do weird shit in the MVGs. But after you use them and you operate on them for a long time, you kind of just get used to the weird shit. And yeah. you can. But this was like a different weird shit because it almost looked like a solid, instead of like a light, like a like you know when you uh, your watch hits a reflection, and it shoots on. Well, it didn't look like that. It had control. It lo- yeah, it looked like very defined in its shape. And it shot around the corner, but it was real quick. You know what I mean? It wasn't even enough for me to, like, point it to someone because it was fucking gone after that. And I was like, you know, eh, maybe it was something, maybe it wasn't, but it wasn't definitive enough. And then I've seen, I've seen shit high elevation do weird-looking shit where it just didn't make sense. 
And I, you know, nothing, nothing that was super fucking drastic, but fuck, every time I go out at night, I'm just like fucking fingers crossed, dude. I mean, we saw some fucking weird shit that night. We were out in the desert. Mm -hmm. That was a pretty fucking weird night in general, but nothing that was UFO-ish. No, not, not UFO-ish, but just weird shit happened out there. I've seen some UFOs. Northern Michigan and the UP are actually the highest uh, reported sightings of UFOs and extra extraterrestrial activity outside of the extra, <laughs> extraterrestrial highway. Okay. Say that so many times. That's a fucking mouthful right there. Yeah, it is. Get, that was pretty hard. That'd be a hard one to get out. Dude. That's oh, a tongue twister. Tongue twister, but... Uh, I've first, heard that before, though. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if it has to do with the, the lakes. I, yeah. think, I think so, and... Um, all the uh, mineral deposits, all the copper, I believe, mm-hmm. up there, too. So I think that also has to do something with it because of the vibrational level. But I really think the water, and I, I've seen UFOs up there, and I've also seen UFOs out here in the Sierras, one down in Mammoth and also up in Truckee as well, too. Uh, you know what I would love to do? Have you heard of Skinwalker Ranch? Fuck yeah, I have. Oh, I love that. Uh, have you seen the show? Uh, yes, I have. I I'm like ready. Show, I am dude. ready. That new season's like, supposed to drop soon, it right? Better fucking it? drop. I'm like Fuck ready yeah. for it, man. All right, we'll watch that together, yes, dude. Yep, we'll get yep, that. We'll yep. fucking maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do Skinwalker a, a, a Ranch live, recap. Maybe we'll do a live podcast fucking uh, watch party or something. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be great. That'd be good. I love time. Skinwalker Ranch. That place. That well, and also too, what's really weird? Have you ever seen? A blind frog ranch. Yeah, I saw that one so too. So that's like right down the road from Skinwalker. Yeah, it really which is. is super it's like twenty eight miles away. Yeah, and which yep. is super interesting because, um, you know, that's where they found the Aztec gold that was in there from several hundred hundred years ago. And with that happening, it kind of makes you wonder because gold a lot of pinpoints of where UFOs are at and where these pyramids are built are built around high concentration of gold locations yeah. because gold vibrates at a certain frequency and it's also a superconductor like it's yeah. it's one of the best conductors you can find i mean so it kind of makes you wonder if there if there's a lot more gold within those canyons and that's what they're looking for and that's why it's like such high activity over there. and that does lead some some credence to the anunnaki origin yeah. story of the you know ancient people you know like if if they had a, if they had a thing to come to this planet for mm. what's what's two things that are not plentiful in all of outer space we got water and we got gold yep it's the truth you know and it makes it makes it kind of interesting yep although i know theoretically i've heard a lot of theor- you know a lot of speculation or even uh, i guess it's probably based on scientific fact but supposedly there's just shit tons of gold and m- minerals floating around in like asteroids and shit in outer space so i wonder if it's like i wonder if it's that much of a reserve here in you know, on the planet Earth, or if there's more to be found out in space, or if it's just like fucking such vast distance pockets that it's not worth it. Either way, if the aliens are here for our gold, I'm ready to fucking I'm ready to fight some aliens. <laughs> so because I got a fucking gold fetish myself. Do you? No, oh, fuck yeah. Oh, you're like oh fuck yeah. I cannot get enough gold. Like every time I handle it, I just I just so fascinated with it. I like all precious metals though, really, but mm-hmm. gold just something special about it. Maybe you're part alien already. Maybe I am. I mean, maybe we all are. Maybe they fucking put that. Uh, maybe they put that in us so we'd go get the gold for them. I'm definitely spooky as fuck. Yeah, I'm a little bit spooky myself. Someone told me one day, like I was chatting with him about like some stuff, and he goes, because. I have such weird things occurred all the time, like mm-hmm. on point, like which is like weird shit. And he goes, you know, Alex, you, you, who you are as a person, you seem super old. He's like, you may have been, it takes 300 lifetimes to go to become a witch. And I was just like, well, you know, I fucking feel like I live 300. 
That's for sure. At least this lifetime, I feel like I've lived 300. But 36. Mo most definitely in this lifetime. I've, I've crammed in a couple lifetimes and yeah. just in suffering alone. But now I'm in the, now I'm in the stage of. Want, want. Yeah, but now I'm in the stage. I don't remember which fucking button that is or I'd hit it. I got to get them all memorized now that I have all these fucking sound pads. Yep. But, um, you know, I'm now is the stage of my life where I'm in the fucking thriving stage, and that's what I intend to do. So maybe have a couple lifetimes of that would be good. That's, uh, where I'm, that's what man. I'm shooting for because this, this fuck this working for a living, dude. Uh, I know. I just need to become independently wealthy. Yep. I would just like to do whatever the fuck I want and have consistently great sex every day and be loved. I mean, what else is there? That's, that's like a pretty, that's a pretty easy ask to me. Right. I mean, that's kind of what the fucking goal should be. Isn't that, un I don't think it's unreasonable. Not at all. No. It's totally fucking reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I, if that's not it, then I don't want it. You know what I mean? Like. I just want to be happy, whatever that means. And Just living in a life and adventure and making art and doing the shit I do. that I want to do and like. Every day. Picking up new hobbies every fucking year and then dropping them and then picking up something else. That's, that's my dream life. I don't want to be fucking chained to anything anymore. You know, all I want to do is have good people in my life that everything between them is fucking back and forth. They're not all taken. Yeah. And I'm not always given and vice versa. I don't want to be on the opposite side of that spectrum either. Yeah. I don't want to be a taker all the time. It's all about a re <clears throat> reciprocation. Reciprocation is key. And if I could find a life of that, and I think that ties really nicely back into everything we're talking about. Like everything that we do as human culture, it's connected to the other side of things. Yes. You know what I mean? The before life, the afterlife, whatever there is on the other side, we don't know. But what I do have a feeling of is like, we can't be pieces of shit for too long in our lives or else all of that karma is going to come back on us. And I've experienced karma's that myself, immediate. you know? Yeah. Karma's immediate. What do you think about, uh, what do you think about what happens next with this fucking alien shit? You think it's going to, you think they're just going to delve out the information super slow, like a trickle, or you think it's just going to fucking blow up? Boom. My brother in Christ, I have no idea. Like, literally. It, it kind of comes down to the fact that there's congressional hearings. Something big is going to happen, I feel like. Or someone else is going to make this known. You know, either the government had to accept it and, like, make a discussion about this to start yeah. happening. Or a privatized company is going to yeah. instead. And then release information. I have I, no idea. I have a feeling it's something like that. Like, maybe even if, like, hypothetically, let's say the fucking secret reaches of the government are in communications with the aliens mm. aliens were like listen you tell them now or we're gonna tell them maybe <laughs> you know, literally like, maybe yeah. maybe they were like listen like it's gonna happen you need we're to done here your people yeah get them ready we're oh, coming in ugh. we're coming in hot i didn't Just, expect this on my bingo card this this year you know after the fucking last two or three years i'm not even surprised i you know <laughs> i am not either but it's still like I'm very confused as to what's happening. I know. It makes me suspicious, though, too, because anytime the government tells me something, I automatically default to fuck you. It's bullshit. You know what I mean? So it's like, could this actually be bullshit of some sort? Because I'll be really disappointed if I found out this was no, like covered no, for some no. fucking top secret program I mean, or something. Maybe there is something else that's happening out there, and this is a big distraction. But maybe. I don't believe so. Because it's hard to they've say. been denying it for so, so, so long. That's why it makes it so Along fucking military, confusing. You know, and that's why I'm saying I wonder if like a private company or the aliens were about to be like, we're releasing this or you are. Yeah, and that's yeah. why they agreed to have a congressional hearing. Because even though you are a whistleblower, what 
made you come forward now? And what did the government agree to these conditions to allow you to have a platform to be talking about? This? From my understanding, though, one of the big catalysts for all this mm -hmm. has been the actual professional military. Mm -hmm. Like, there's been multiple fire pilots throughout the last, like, let's call it 8 to 15 years mm -hmm. who have come back with these sightings and they report it because it, it really boils down to like, let's say you're flying a fucking jet around, right? Yeah. And you're have, you're encountering these things that are not handling correctly. They're they're fucking flying by your your air vehicles. They talk about that in the hearing. Yeah. So that being said, that's a that's an aviation safety issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people need to know if there's shit flying around in the fucking sky. You know, like that's. So I think from that, I think from that avenue, mm. it kind of started to normalize, and the government was like, at very minimum, they're like, okay, we at least on the aviation side of the house, we need to acknowledge that these fucking phenomenon exists because if we don't, it's only going to be a matter of time before a fucking 747 full of fucking school kids crashes into one or something, you know? And who knows what has happened that we don't, haven't heard of. You know, I'm, I'm fully prepared to believe anything can be a conspiracy. Yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm that paranoid guy who thinks everything is a conspiracy, but <laughs> right. if you tell me about some wild-ass conspiracy that doesn't make sense or people are like, whatever, shut the fuck up. And there's a little bit of, I, like... I give a little bit of... Mm, on eh, maybe. You know, like, maybe. I think anything's possible. Just like if you have a, a Jew, a Muslim, and a Christian in a room and they're debating the fucking... Which one of their religions is correct? I'm like, you're all equally yeah. possible. When, you know, when, like... When you boil it all down, you guys all have the same values. You know, for the, mo for the most part. And then it's like once they, like you said earlier in the episode um, about how, you know, the out, like you don't do this, you can't do that. That's a man-made, um, that's a man-made control issue. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think that's basically everything with the government too, you know, like all of the things that the government tries to do to shape, you know, society, it really boils down to just basically, it's not about morals. It's not about taking care of people is always about keeping that control grid in place because mm -hmm. if people are free to do whatever the fuck they want and overthrow the government results may vary you know what i mean it could I be mean, good it could be bad call the queen <laughs> i don't give a shit yeah right <laughs> you know it's a, just maybe the fucking aliens came down and they were like listen you guys are going to tell the people or we're going to tell them and then the governments were like no nah, no nah, we can't do that so they just killed the queen she died they're like we're serious dude she did Let's start a new conspiracy. Aliens killed the queen. So you heard it here, folks. You no, heard it first. You heard it first. <laughs> Unlicensed and unhinged, baby. Jeremy and Alex. Yep. No, Scully and Mulder. Scully and Mulder. Scully and Mulder. Dude, you know what would be fucking fire? Hmm. We should probably get like some uh, either some video or some pictures from that show. And then get costumes. We could get a Scully and Mulder. I mean, I guess it's just like it's suits. Really I guess it's just like yeah, suits. Just but we just when we do the when we do the the mystery episodes. We should just wear them. We just wear our Good fucking Scully and Mulder. I'm down. That would be hella funny. Mm -hmm. And then if Mike, when we can get Mike in for one, we just dress him up like an alien. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, yes. be hella funny once we got video too, wouldn't it? I think, that's, I think that's a great idea. I think it's a good idea too. That's fucking funny. So have you, um, I want to just, because like you had told your UFO story and like yeah. the, the very first one I saw was kind of a life-changing one. All right, let's talk about it. Well, have you ever been to Michigan? Uh, yes, I've been to the I've been to the peninsula. The upper peninsula. Yeah. Which one? The, the upper, the upper. The upper one. U, the UP. The UP. What's up? We, there's a there's a military training site there on the border. Um, oh, Wisconsin. 
yeah, I'm trying to think what the fuck it was called. I can't even remember. The but Camp, we were there yeah, in the. Camp, we have Camp Grayling there too. That was where it was. Oh, that's at the yeah. Lower Peninsula. Nice try. Oh my bad. Yeah, you're Sorry. like in the peninsula. <laughs> I knew I was. I knew I'd been to Michigan for the military shit. But but when you travel places in the military, it's not like if you just fly there now because yeah. we flew military aircraft and we didn't really fucking hang out with Michiganis. Come on, we're the best. I mean, I met a couple Michiganis that were all right, but I think that. Uh, I and think, that era gets a little. I think that all the cool people leave Michigan. That's my theory. The only reason why we do it because it's cold as fuck. Yeah, fuck that shit, dude. <laughs> Literally, that's the main reason. That'll why wear I a left. motherfucker down it quick. It did. It did. It, like that's the reason why I left. So when I was in college, uh, once upon a time ago, I was coming. Um, I was actually driving from Indian River, which is the northern lower peninsula. Like it's a half hour from the upper peninsula before you cross the bridge to get over there. And I went to school at Lake Superior State University, which is on the border of Canada, like right there, straight up I seventy five. So I'm driving back and it's, uh, it's dark and all of a sudden, like there's, we have these on the side of the field, like just north of Indian River, south of Sheboygan, um, there is this huge field that's on the right hand side and, it, and it's huge. It's set 10, 20 acres. Okay. Huge. And these trees are so tall too. The trees there are a couple stories. Like old growth, old yep. growth, tall super trees. Old, super old growth. And when I came down, there wasn't anything. So it was like a quick trip. It was like a 24, 36-hour trip. And then on the way back, coming on up, I saw these in the field, these super tall six lights that were almost in a cil- uh, cylinder mm-hmm. position. And the thing what was weird about them, they were as tall as the trees. And the thing that scared the fuck out of me was, because uh, at this time it was like a little cloudy, like a little hazy. A little foggy. overcast or whatever. Little, well, foggy, I would say, because okay. there was a lot of humidity back there. And I saw these lights cut through, like cut through the fog. They were so crystal clear. Right. I've never, because every time you look at a light that's in fog. Yeah, it diffuses. Like, yeah, it has a ring around. Yeah, it you diffuses know, out, makes like a halo. This did not have that. It was so cuttingly clear. Right. It gave, I was like, what in the fuck? Gave you this? the immediate heebie-jeebies. Literally, it did. I felt this like fear rise in me because I knew those lights weren't there. And they and that light I've never ever seen ever since. Like even with LED technology coming out now, like and this is 18 years later, yeah. I still have never seen anything that crystal clear. So like I floored it, got up to college, and then I had to go drive my friend back down. Yeah. Later that afternoon, down to, I think actually to like Grayling actually for the, her mom to pick her up. Right. And the lights were not there. There is zero way they were able to move that type of. Yeah. If, if it was there, there, there's zero way. If you had to describe it, so you say that it was, you said how many lights again? Sorry. Six. Six, and that they were, were they like individual lights in yes. the shape of a cylinder, like yes. straight up or, or horizontal? And all at the exact same height. Okay. All going into like a round circle. So I'm not saying this is what it is, but if you could imagine a shit ton of helicopters with spotlights pointing straight down, no. but I'm saying like that, that like, like that would look, but way clearer and way more. No, no, not at all. It didn't okay. look like that whatsoever. All right. So no, it was like, just like pillars of light, basically pillar. Like it, the only way I can describe it is like street lights that were triple the height, crystal clear and going in like a saucer cylinder, uh, Maybe like circles. Sounds it's like, like some portal shit right there. Like it was well, it was six lights and they were each spaced exactly the same and then the exact same height. 
and they were exactly as clear as could be. Yeah, that would definitely give me the creeps, too. And that's yeah. one thing, too. Because this is a deer hunting field. Yeah. There's a fucking deer blind out there. That's one of the things, too, that I always have been able to differentiate pretty clearly from all, of like, maybe the supernatural experiences or whatever I've had. Like, if, if I see something and I don't understand what it is or I can't tell what it is, mm -hmm. it, it, it sets up a huh. But there are times when I see something that I don't know what it is, and it sets up, like, a primal fucking... Up the back, did. chill, and yeah. I always trust that feeling. It felt like it in my soul. Like, I knew I had to get out of there, and it was so... I mean, it's been 18 years, and yeah. I'm still talking about it, and I... like. And you can still feel me, it yeah, like as yesterday. It's, it's giving me the chills right now. Yeah, I mean, a good example of that was our fucking bizarre-ass night out in the desert when we were sitting out there underneath the fucking stars, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, first. fucking temperature went up 30 degrees to the point where we just went from a pretty cool night to yeah. sweating... And I immediately got red. Even my dog registered it. Yeah, I got red flags. Like, get the fuck out of here yeah. time, you well, know? It turned out it was a disbursement of a storm. And, you know, I think that was probably a good instinct if that is truly just what it was, mm -hmm. that the disbursement of a storm. In other situations, those can create, like, microbursts, fucking, yeah. like, lightning strikes. So maybe that's just a little piece of the primitive human mind being like, oh, yeah, I don't know exactly what this is, but it's time to get the fuck out of here. Something's up. Yeah, time to go. Something's up. Time to go. Know. I don't like want to find out what, you know. like when you meet people that are just, I don't know, man. Like you just sense. Like, like a, a creepy vibe. Yeah, you sense the vibe about them, whether mm -hmm. it's like creepy, it's bad. It's just not people that you want to associate with further anymore. And like you kind of have to listen to those because they usually, nine, like 10 out of 10 times, it's always proven fact for me, you know, that first gut instinct. That's big facts. Like, uh I've been robbed three or four times, and and every single time I knew it was coming. Really? Yeah. Like, I just kind of was like, nah, whatever, fucking ignored the feeling. Yeah. Next thing you know, there's a fucking gun in your face. You're like, God damn it. So I've generally I tried to... I fucking knew it. I generally try to just fucking listen to my fucking instincts, you know? I, I trust my gut more than anything, and I just know, and I know, and I hear it, and I listen, mm -hmm. and each time I've said it it's always came true and i've always called it out and they're like how did you know that because i know everything like yeah. do not lie to me yeah do not lie to me and do not hide something from me because i i do know and i will prove it yeah yeah you're like especially if you're gonna gaslight someone then they're gonna fucking you're like well now i have to do the research and fucking prove it you're like well, okay fine okay well i'm gonna make sure that you're proven wrong and i told you fucking so and then <laughs> i feel real bad for lying to me because i yeah. caught you yeah 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 that's why i never lie it's yeah. one of those things because i'm like i'm not a liar not a thief. Can't oh, do nothing like shit, that. Shit, I fucking lie, stole, killed, cheated my whole life, but I'm try trying to be a better man, so. Good for you. Working on it now. Yeah. Just, you gotta, the first part is acknowledging it and fucking catching yourself in the moment and then trying to be just more genuine, more authentic person. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes a long way for a person to be like that. You know, it's most true. of my friends and, and my close. It's growth. Most of my close friends and in my inner circle now are people that I'm able to be, like, almost aggressively authentic with, you know? <laughs> Just shockingly aggressive. Yeah, shockingly aggressive. <laughs> shockingly aggressive and honest. But it's a better way to live, that's for sure. Yeah, because I don't, I can't do, and it, well, because, like, the karma thing that we were talking about. Yeah. You know, like, if I stray from the path and, like, even flex from my straight, narrow morals. Your values, rigid ideology. I, like, literally. Yeah. I, I, like, karma bites me within, like, minutes. Minutes to hours, maybe the next day. Like, it's so fucking fast. And so I, I'm not even allowed to. Like, the universe tells me I'm not allowed to. So I follow the rules of the universe. Not my choice. I've just been... My my previous my previous default setting was to buck the universe and the, what it was telling me to do because I have this ridiculous luck where everything always works out for me. Mm. 
but uh, I'm always trying to put you back on the path. Yeah, it always has been. And, you know, I've been I've strayed from the path most of my life, honestly. And I'm just getting to the point now where I'm starting to be like uh, more accountable, more accountable and more critical with myself. You know what I mean? I'm not accepting bullshit for myself anymore. And I think it's ultimately going to give me the life that I want. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like you got to you just got to be on the path. You gotta be on the path. I mean, we met for a reason. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it was all been—it's been a fucking whirlwind since since you since you fucking stumbled into the fucking rooftop party of my life. <laughs> fucking life, though, I swear to God. Yeah, it's been always, a good run. Always dude. a tornado. I'm, always, I'm just a tornado. I don't mean to be, but just my life circumstances always throw me into weird, random shit. Yeah, and I think that's there's something to be said. For people of destiny, they they got to have a weird life and they got to have things constantly weird happening to them. And I just like to think of it as character development, you know. So I actually had I was going to save this for the weekend review, but I think it's perfect to talk about now. Let's get into it. Uh, so I run the Adopt a Highway program uh, for my job up in um, we have two locations up in Truckee, one at the Vista Points, I-80 East and West, as well as on 267. So if you guys ever see me walking the fucking chain gang, looking like I'm doing community service, I'm actually working and running the program. <laughs> She's like, I did not get arrested. This is not, not community service. Oh, God. Like, I, I enjoy doing it. But, man, every time I'm out there, my little hard hat and vest yeah. and everything, I'm like, chain gang, baby. So we were on the um, I-80 East Vista Point, And I had eight or nine guys from our company out there helping me out. And... I, I just saw this guy standing there with two bags in his hand, and he looked so bewildered. Okay. And I was like, that's a weird look from somebody. And I could, yeah. se- I could sense his vibe from, like, far away. So I start walking up to him, like, yo, bud, you okay? And all of a sudden he goes, I just found somebody's ashes, and they're all over my pants and my shoes. Oh, what the fuck? And I was like, what? I actually saw you posted about it. I did. It. <clears throat> yeah, I did. And so he goes, look. And so we took a, we, I took a look at the bag, and it was the guy's crematorium. The little tag. cemetery bag. And the family just dumped them there in three different locations, just like in piles of ash. That's so <laughs> fucking to, weird, like, dude. And the guy, I was like looking, I'm like, well, what's this guy's fucking name? Let's take a look. His name is Terry Elbert Cox. And nice. so we were all kind of standing around him because we're all like, this is the most exciting thing ever to happen. And yeah. so we all went unprompted. We all go to Terry. <laughs> 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 and so then I was like my morbid ass self. Yeah. I took the tag. Took the tag, kept yep, it. It's on my keychain, yeah. Nice. That's yep, so up. Terry's kicking it with me now. That's cool. Yep, I mean, sense. obviously, you're going to take better care of him than his family did. So I'm saying. I figure if you're going to do someone's ashes, like get them dispersed. Why litter? Yeah. And especially leaving the plastic. The tag. They littered. You, my only, my only thing is like maybe the dude was an absolute piece of shit, and they just threw him out the window while they're driving by. No, because I went and tried to find his obituary. Yeah. Like I tried really hard. I like I was googling, googling, googling. I couldn't find shit except for either in Aberdeen, Washington, or in Aberdeen, Scotland. But there was no one that matched up with the timeline as to when he died because those ashes were done on March twenty first, twenty twenty one, which is also kind of funny that it's like three twenty one twenty one. But what was also kind of weird about this uh, weird life things that happened to me last year last august i before because i went to italy and spain in october of last year right last august so before i went on the trip i found out that i potentially qualify for dual citizenship and so i've been kind of working on that a little bit here and there you know and i had to get the certified naturalization records of my great great grandpa because my great great grandma was involuntarily naturalized and so i need that proof that i submit i submitted it 
in August 22nd of 2022. And yeah. right when I was looking for Terry's obituary, I got an email back from them with the naturalized records. Oh, that's really interesting. Isn't that fucking yeah, weird? Yeah, that is really interesting. I was like, of all the timing, I'm like, thanks, Terry. Thanks, so, Terry. Yep, so Terry's but, kicking in with me now. Yeah, that's cool. It was a good luck charm. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel about his little yeah. death certificate is my good luck charm. That's funny, dude. <laughs> it's so fucking weird, though. Honestly, any of the listeners out there have a line on this guy. You know, just get get with us yeah. at Unlicensed Unhinged at Instagram. We'd like to find out more information about it. But first off, I, I don't know. It, something just strikes me weird about it. Like to show so little care for your loved one's remains as to throw them off on the side of the road in the plastic, like with all so, that shit. That well, I don't I mean, know. It's at a Vista point. So you walk on down. It's actually a beautiful view. It's like yeah. overlooking Donner Lake. It's not just like a, like off, know, off the a, side a, of the road. No, or something. no, no. It's actually a really nice view. So I'm assuming these people drove, they walked on, got out of the car, walked on down. They're like, Oh, this is nice. And that's why they dumped them. Like, why wouldn't you shake it out and spread them a little bit? But they dumped yeah. them. But the thing that bothers me the most is they left the bag and they left a cemetery tag. Yeah. They that's what's weird to me. But I do know someone else that, has sent me pictures of ashes from because the person they're renting a house from this person and they had the memorial service of yeah. this guy named Bill and they just dumped him on the tree. Just dumped him right <laughs> like, on the tree. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ash that comes from a uh, someone who's cremated. Oh, I know. It's, I know. It's like yeah. it's not like a little dust bunny bag. It's no, like it's a bunch. A lot. It's, it's a bunch. Like, there was three separate piles of this. Yeah. And I was just like, that's Terry. That's Terry. Oh, there's more Terry. Oh, hey, Terry. Oh, hey, hey Terry. Terry again. Who was also over this one dude that was working with us. And so we all started teasing him. Yeah. So her like, well, you can never play the Oregon Trail anymore. And he goes, why? I'm like, because you're going to die a dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> that's hella funny. It was really that's funny. a good dad joke. I, I like that was. one. That's, yeah, that's, good, that's solid work, dude. No, it's not, it wasn't my doing. It was that guy there. And I was like, you guys are the best. So, so I got a recent story, too, about uh, crematorium. And uh, yes. as, as anyone who listens knows, I'm in the commercial refrigeration industry. And so all of our clients, get, it's everything, you know, from grocery stores to convenience store refrigeration, air conditioners, rooftop units, all that. But I got a call out to this one job and it was at a crematory because they have body coolers. Uh, obviously, why you obviously why you, you got to warehouse the bodies before you burn them. Yep. And they have big ass walk in fridges for that. You want to keep that body cool because obviously <laughs> it would go real bad real fast. So I was doing a job at a crematorium, and I was fixing a, an evaporator inside one of these fridges, and there's like 14 bodies just wrapped in, in, in bags while, sitting next to me. And everyone was like, hey, are you sure you're cool with this? And I'm like, yeah, I've seen a lot of dead bodies. It's cool. But uh, it, yeah, I did my work, and I was like getting ready to clean up, and I had picked up some trash, and I was getting ready to throw it in this garbage can. I went to lift the lid, and the lady's like, no, not that. And I looked down, and it was just full of like miscellaneous bone chunks. What I did not realize prior to this is when you cremate a body, everything doesn't burn. You didn't know that? No. So they actually have this machine that they use. They put all the ash in it, and it literally... It's like gold pit mining for gold, dude. And it just shifts out and leaves the chunks on the top, and then they flip it up into these cans. And I'm just like, dude, they got like fucking hundreds of different people's worth. Just see if you can like make keychains or fucking yeah. jewelry out of it yeah. or something. Yeah, yes, I'm, I'm quite certain there's laws against that, though. I have a feeling there's some kind of thing with human remains. You're not supposed to fuck with them at all. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look, if it was up People to People are me, dumping them on the side of the fucking road, apparently. If know? I had unlimited money and I could find someone with unscrupulous enough to do it, I'd have like my grandmother taxidermied when she dies. 
Articulated skeleton. Yeah, no, nah, just full taxidermy. Full ta- there was a guy in Mexico that actually did that. That'd be sick. No, it dude. might just be U.S. laws that are preventing it, but down in Mexico, this guy it, had a full body, and he was at the funeral. This is why. This is why we need to win a billion dollars because when you got money like that, you can find somebody. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh yeah, somebody will do it. So when I when I die, I'm um, I plan on being composted. So then uh, at my wake. I get planted with a bunch of dirt. Everyone gets to take dirt with me. So either they can throw it in the garden, throw it in the bushes, throw it in the plants, throw in some weeds so they can smoke me up. Holy smokes. Nice. But, That'd be cool. uh, that's, but before that, I'm setting it because I have uh, several like really nice tattoos. Yeah. And I am going to have them, my tattoos preserved. Preserved. Yeah, I've seen and, that. And give them to couple of my favorite cousins who I know would hate it. That'd be God funny. bless you, Sabrina. I know you don't want one, but you're getting one. And she's like, God damn it, Alex. I like that because it's like a white <laughs> elephant gift. Like, what are you going to do? Throw it away? You fucking yes! can't. That's exactly, that's exactly how I feel about it. I yeah. think it's so funny. And I'm just like, hell yeah, I'm still part of, I'm still around being creepy as fuck. I would, I would take, I would take that gift from someone, especially if it was like a really badly done tramp stamp. <laughs> It'd just be funny to hang it in your bathroom above the toilet. <laughs> That'd be actually really funny. A little plaque who it was. Yeah, you know I, what I, mean? I love that. Hopefully, That's if any funny, of our dude. listeners out there have a preserved ta- uh, a tattoo egg. preserving connection, let us know. Well, not just, I mean, I'm not ready to die yet. I don't want to be like fucking uh, Silence of the Lambs over here. You know, yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it'd be good to have that resource just in case. There's a couple, uh, there's a couple pages i follow on facebook yeah i knew i knew of uh in japan basically uh the yakuza mm-hmm. when they die they take and preserve their tattoos the government does well maybe i can yeah maybe we just make some japanese friends figure it out right you know yo i feel like that's something they won't stop doing in the next 40 years so now now probably not the japanese fucking or maybe i can get one when i go to japan sometime just get someone else's tattoo yeah that'd be kind of cool yeah hang up in my house we got yeah. terry and you got Terry, you got somebody's tattoo, some Yakuza dude's fucking yeah. tattoo. Yeah. This would be a good, a little morbid collection. Just have like a fucking. I have a jackalope. I got a beach loving alligator. I, got, I love that. I want an articulation skeleton. Of yeah, the that'd be like fun. Like a possum, I think would be really cool. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting like old school, like science class fucking skeleton. Yeah, those articulations. Yeah, that would be cool as shit. I mean, they're probably kind of expensive to come by. They're so expensive. But, and also, too, they're extremely rare to come by, too. Yeah. Because they don't really do a lot of articulations anymore for some weird reason, but I'm always on the lookout for one. So if any of you guys hear of articulated skeletons, please let me know, because I will probably buy it off you. If it's under 300 bucks, I'll do it. Yeah, I wouldn't be... Human or animal. <laughs> human or animal. Next thing we know, fucking Alex is getting arrested for fucking butchering people and fucking... No, no, no. I, I, am, mean, a real, I am a really good butcher, and I can also, like process an animal like not a problem but me too actually yeah i don't even do it for humans though yeah when i was uh stationed at fort campbell which is on the kentucky tennessee border Mm. they had this program where you could hunt on base but in order to hunt a buck you had to take two does first because they're just extremely overpopulated yeah and the thing is the does weren't you didn't get to keep the does so the does there was this place you could go and they did it by the lowest rank first you could sign up on this list and then the hunters had to bring in and check in their does, and then they'd get their buck tag, right? Yeah. So those does would just be like like group meat, and then they would they would give them out to the people starting lowest rank high. So it's like a food program sort of. Nice. But they, it's just a, they give you just a deer. You know, it's been, it's been field dressed. It's been field dressed, so it doesn't got its guts in it, but yeah. it's a deer. 
And a lot of my younger, poorer soldiers that had like five fucking kids, you know, they're like 20 with five fucking kids and they're in the army, you know, super poor coming up in the army like that. But they'd sign up and get these deer and they didn't know what to fucking do with them. So my, my rule of my rule was I could bring them out to my compound that I had and then I would teach them how to butcher them down. And then I got to keep the back straps. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the um, most, it's kind of like a secret part of the deer. Most people don't know about it, but the inner tenderloins is also as good as the back straps on it. And yep. Those yep. are really good. That's yep. actually my favorite thing. That's my favorite thing to make like stew meats out of because it, it's like a back really, strap? no, the, the, inner, the inner loins. Well, the inner loin is exactly the same texture as yeah. the back straps, but it's just not as big as the straps. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's super thin. Like, that's it, what I'm it, saying. It's good for like stew meats and stuff like I that. Just fry it up, wrap it up in some bacon and jalapeno. Ooh, that would be good Woo! as fuck too, actually. Mm, love it. All right. So we're getting off the fucking original purpose oh, yeah, of this. We're at an hour now. No, don't be sorry. It's always the conversation goes where it goes. Yep. I just want to bring it back. Bring it back. So we talked about this fucking congressional hearing, which is fucking mind blowing yeah. because it's just like I've been hearing for the last couple of years. It's starting to come out and it's starting to become, you know, like more accepted and knowledge. But now it's like it's really official. There's no going back from this. Yeah. There's only going forward. I think it's going to be a very interesting next year or two. In the regards to that, maybe we're going to be having like a platform of aliens come on out, and you're like my fellow Americans or my fellow fellow Universal people. That'd be cool. That'd Give be, us the technology. You'd hope, but I don't Give know. us the technology to fucking stop doing what we're doing now because it's not going anywhere positive. I don't think. Mm. Well, and then you got like this war in Ukraine. You know, I could see where just the continued fucking warlike nature of humanity might be pissing these fucking. Elevated beings off. They might be like, all right, dude, that's enough of this shit. Let's get, <laughs> you know what I mean? You guys are dicking around too much. Too fucking much. Can we get back onto the fucking, can we get onto a path of like a higher enlightenment and living in a lot better state? How because that about? energetically, I, you know, after all the war of my 20s and the chaos of my childhood, I'm just super ready to like have a peaceful and enjoyable life. You know, I think Guess what, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see though. It could be fucking Independence Day. It could I go know, either way. I know. That's like I know. Yeah, it could, could it could go either way. I have no idea what's gonna happen here. No so, idea. I can't even fathom it, to be perfectly honest. I do think this was a good I think this is a good way to break in. Um what are we calling it again? This Mysteries Unhinged. Mysteries Unhinged. I gotta write that down so I don't forget it. Mm-hmm. Mysteries Unhinged. I'll, I'll probably fucking default to unhinged mysteries, but mysteries unhinged. This is a good. Be even mysteries unlicensed. Let's take a look. What did we write down here? I don't know. Well, I think it's mysteries unhinged. Yeah, mysteries unhinged. Yeah, I think that's a good that. thing. It, it has a good ring. I like it. I'll give you credit for that one for sure. Um, so I think this is a good way to break into it, and I think on a on the next uh, segment of mysteries unhinged, I think maybe me and you will just go maybe like our top four or five ghost stories. Mm-hmm. If we can get Mike in on it, he might have some some cool fucking creepy shit that's happened to him too. And we probably fill up a good amount of time with that. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm full of shit over here. Not I, shit, but shit like crazy stories. Yeah, I pooped today, so I'm so, not full well, of shit. Well, that's why my eyes are brown. Yeah. That's my mom always used to tell yeah. me when I was a kid. You're full of shit. That's why your eyes are brown. Yeah, I heard I'm that. Actually not. I heard, my eyes aren't even brown and I heard that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not full of shit, which is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So here's, uh, as usual, you should be uh, looking onto our Unlicensed Unhinged on Instagram. Yep. You should be have already liked and subscribed to this podcast. Correct. Um, you can find me at Jeremy Underdad or Granite J Granite 
under dash official on Instagram. How about you? Underscore. Underscore. Did I say under dash? Under dash. God damn. Under dash. I, I knew what I'm talking about. No, you know you know what the fuck I meant. <laughs> well, you can also <laughs> find me on Instagram. I'm northern underscore exposure. Uh, and what's very exciting is once this published, hopefully in the next few days. Yeah. I hate to bring it back to this, but the magazine releases on Tuesday. Woo! Woo! Congratulations. Thank it's coming. You. I know. Jeremy and I got an early preview of it, and mm. it looks yeah. It's very exciting. solid work. Solid work. Very okay. professional. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to David. Shout out to David Mason. M- Mr. Like Mason kills the game. And he wants to get back on with us on Monday. Yeah. We, so. Yeah. Just let me know. We'll fucking get it going. Yeah. Maybe the next episode you guys will be hearing is another interview with David. Yeah. And then uh, we'll fucking in the next week or two, we need to do uh, just a regular good old fashioned kinked and unhinged. I think. Yep. I think we should knock one of those out. I definitely think so. And then uh, maybe we go hit a sex shop up one of these weekends soon and see if we can fucking book just a random sex shop worker. I think we absolutely should. That would be a fun interview, dude. All right. Well, with that all, all of that being said, as always, it's a pleasure. This has been Unlicensed and Unhinged. I'm Jeremy. That's Alex. Scully. Mulder. <laughs> good night and goodbye.